Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And for Mark Daniels, Mark joins us now from uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. Knights and Mountaineers tonight. A rematch of a, a game earlier this season. We'll talk about as it goes on. Um, Mark, I, I said with the NBA All-Star game, I, I said what I said. Um, I, but I want to know from your perspective, um, and having seen a lot of these, what do you think the breaking point actually will be for Adam Silver and or the players when it comes to this? Nothing. I think they'll pivot away from it. I think that, um, uh, you know... What will make them pivot away from it, though? At what point will that be? Um, I just think that we're asking for solutions to a problem that the further they get away from the All-Star game, it's just not a problem in the big picture of issues for the NBA. I think Adam Silver, I said this yesterday, I think Adam Silver was embarrassed Sunday for the game. I think probably sometime this week or whenever Adam Silver brings together some of his best business minds and they probably have a good two-hour lunch talking about what to do. I think the Players Association probably says, you know, I'm not quite sure we're going to be able to agree on anything. I think people throw uh, the NBA's money around thinking that's an incentive. When I actually think it would only add to the criticism. Like if tomorrow, Mike, they said the winning team gets $25 million to be enough people, the median fans, it would go, so we got to pay these guys to care. Right. Don't they care what their $40, $50 million salaries? And I think the same thing happens with the Pro Bowl where, you know, we were like, wow, so, so they're not going to play football anymore. You know what happens? We get over it. And um, by the time the NBA gets through this weekend and into next week, we'll get back to – the stories of the NBA um, and the uproar will be over. And and when we get to next year's All-Star game, we'll go to the same thing that we do. And I just think in the big picture, the NBA is not going to be as panicked as some people think they will. It doesn't mean that I'm still not embarrassed, but I don't know what anybody can do to make the players care more. Like I, I heard your entire segment before and I thought it was outstanding and you're right. But I don't know how you fix that mm-hmm. when you ask a generation that grew up being told you don't have to care mm-hmm. because your skill set's going to reward you financially. Why do you think they're going to start caring now? It's the same thing of, you know, our kids that we raise that have different priorities because of how we're raising them that were just different than when we grew up. It's it it, it, it it's just the way that it was. My my parents would have never let me sit in front of a computer and play video games uh, six to eight hours a day. Today's parents view that as a form of babysitting. It allows <laughs> them to go do the thing that they want to do. Does that mean that today's parents are, are not as effective as, as our parents were? No. Um, it's just um, times change and we adapt. And um, there's no fix to the All-Star game. There isn't. And, and the NBA, I mean, you know, this NBA's not getting rid of it. As I said yesterday, it's big business. It's big business for the league. It's sponsors. It's branding for players. Um, it's a place to be seen, and they're not getting uh, away from it. And part of it is our addiction mm-hmm. in the sense of 
uh, you know, people say, well, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Well, actually, people aren't watching this much as they used to years ago, but there's enough of an audience for the NBA to still care. And the NBA pivoted about three to five years ago when the NBA started promoting its amount of fans more than TV ratings. They turned to social media, how popular they are on TikTok and on Instagram and, and how many minutes people are watching their highlights on a YouTube and things like that. The NBA knew that, 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 that you know, we can't measure our success just by TV ratings. And I, I think the further we get removed to the All-Star game, the outreach goes away. I, I find um, it interesting, sort of the, the symmetry of even just the idea of the root, the money being the root of all evil, the love of money being the root of all evil. A lot of the issues we talk about in, in college athletics are rooted in money, where fans are becoming disoriented and want to disassociate themselves with the sport to some degree. And even you could say the same thing with now professional sports. Um, and it's not new. It's just sort of evolving in a way that we continue to not like. Um, it, but you're... You're not wrong. I, I again. I just sort of wonder if there is a breaking point around the bend where the money stops coming in because we stop caring. You're right. When that happens, and I'll give a, um, a business example of it. If anybody uses Starbucks on a somewhat daily basis, then you know in the last year to two years what's happened to the price of a Starbucks drink gone up. And it didn't go up by just 10 cents or 20 cents. It went up more. And then we joke sometimes when they put the, you can now tip the barista and so forth. <laughs> okay. Did the cost for Starbucks to produce that drink go up? You can find enough numbers that says, well, after the pandemic and with this, the simple fact is Starbucks profit went up almost $4 billion from 2022 to 2023. You know what they did? They took profit sharing. And the data shows that despite the increase in the cost, people kept coming back because they got addicted to the drink and they didn't care that it cost a dollar or a dollar twenty more. And if they sold as many, if not more, with the price increase, were they going to drop the price? Of course not. <laughs> they didn't drop the price. So to bring it back to what you're saying is there'd have to be a massive shift in the business model of the NBA of significant decline in viewership and everything else in following the NBA. But the minute the NBA signs this new deal, this new media deal, the next, whatever, six to nine months, that's not a smaller deal. It's a larger deal. So, you know, if you told players, listen, if you stop caring, the fans are going to stop caring, and your pay is going to be cut in half, they'd probably laugh at you first until it actually happened. <laughs> but there doesn't appear to be anything right now to show that. Now, baseball's different, and I, you know, I talked about this, and Mike asked me this, you know, what sport might face a financial uh, change? Well, that's mid- and small-market baseball teams with the death of the regional sports network. Um, and, and the Magic are trying to figure that out, too, because they're about to, you know, deal with a significant loss in revenue as well. But, I mean, Mike, our society's built in this way. If somebody told you you could make more money if you worked less, who turns that down? You say, no, that's not me. I want to work harder and so forth. And we've done that in the NBA, as you pointed out, where load management, taking certain nights off, no one's taking pay away. No. Players don't get paid on a per-game basis. So, you know, we continue to do that. And I'm not saying, for example, people that work at home are not producing at a higher level. But, 
the pandemic to some degree created a different business environment, allowed people to work at home more, and they didn't give any money back. Right. You know, unfortunately, I feel like we're we're giving them so much leash, and now we're getting choked by it, as opposed to them. Uh, you know, no, I think you're right. Yeah, sure, I think that happens. Yeah, no, it's it's a shame that it's it's gotten where it's gotten because, um, you know, I love it, and I I watched the beginning of the game, then I was traveling with 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 some family on Sunday night, mm-hmm. then I watched the third into you know part of the fourth quarter, and I I quit. Like I thought to myself, what am I doing? Like I really thought that it's like this is not. Fun. This is not entertaining. But 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 are you not going to follow games next week? No, but I I don't think it's as much as I com- I did mention the level of competition in the regular season. It has not reached that point yet. We have not gotten to that that stage of the proceedings just yet with the NBA regular right. season. Right. So my point is that the further we get removed of the outrage, like a lot of things, we tend to just move on to the next thing that captures our attention. And, um, look, I think the NBA shifted years ago, like I said, about how the NBA measured its ratings. I think that the NBA regular season um, has gotten more irrelevant um, over the years. It's the storylines. It, 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 it's the LeBron trade room in a Golden State. Those things are more appealing um, than ever. And people love the side of the story and, and, and the rumors. And, oh, yeah, you know, we watch a few great performances. Right. No, in fairness, that's great. what the league's become more of, it, as you know, is what you just said. We, yeah. we for a Decade plus of rather talk about when the daytime talking heads where LeBron's going to play. We talk a year, two years in advance sometimes. It's almost comical. We'd rather talk about that than the games. Yeah, well, uh, you know, again, we have fewer rivalries because of player movement Mm -hmm. um, and and, and because of, you know, we'll just take nights off and things like that. And fans aren't dumb. I mean, you don't care. I don't care. I care a little bit. Maybe I care, and then I'll get back to you. If there's a big game, I'll see you in the playoffs. I'll care about the playoffs, and then there's always next year. Mm -hmm. It's just just like a lot of things. They they evolve and they change over a period of time, and, and, you know, the NBA will – appear as if they're really focused and caring about it, but in the end they'll they'll move on and, and, and deal with the rest of the regular season of the playoffs. Before today, how many trips to Morgantown have you had? We played football here, but it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it was back in the early two thousands UCF played football here. I you know, Marshall and Huntington I've been a number of times. I don't need to disrespect the people of Huntington. I think <laughs> I saw the sun once. Uh, it's actually a beautiful it's a beautiful morning in Morgantown. Temperatures were in the low 20s this morning. Morgantown is a proud blue-collar town. Um, you can see the mills and the smoke and so forth. Um, I ran this morning down the kind of mountain range that we're at to uh, back over to the campus. They have a gorgeous baseball field that they mm. spent a lot of money on to build. The Coliseum, the arena here is the classic 1970s big circular cement um, kind of old building. There's the statue of Jerry West outside, which is interesting. Uh, Johnny Dawkins, when the team got off the bus for practice last night, before he went inside, made the players come over and look at the statue, and maybe some had no idea who Jerry West was. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I think uh, I kind of updated them on, on uh, you know, who Jerry West is and uh, the impact and what West Virginia basketball I means to a lot of these people. It's... Um, yeah, it's interesting. And, Mike, I go to these places, and you're like, um, UCF and West Virginia playing a conference basketball game. Right. It's still kind of hard to fathom and everything. But um, Their first year post-Bob Huggins, so a little weird for them. You guys played them earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, you know, interim coach, um, interesting roster. 
Um, I'm not quite sure the current interim guy is going to be here next year. Um, it's a proud program. Huggins still comes to games once in a while. It's odd. Hmm. Um, he clearly still wants to coach. Uh, it's an awkward subject here. Um, I don't know if he'll be at the game tonight, but he's been at several games this year. Um, it's uh, it's an awkward situation for a proud program. I mean, some people may not know the history of West Virginia basketball, but they have a proud history here. Um, so it's kind of interesting, and, and where they're at, it's funny. They thought their football program was going to go through a massive transition and then ended up having a winning season and keeping their coach. And basketball you know, kind of spiraled with Huggins' situation. They only kind of wonder uh, where they're at right now. So opportunities uh, you have to get a road win. You know, so many close games that they played, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. So I'll be curious what the environment is here. They had 12,000 for the Baylor game on Saturday. I don't know what the crowd will be like. Uh, tonight here, so um, you know we'll see what happens. The game for UCF, try to get out of that play-in bracket, right? If uh, if you're going to do that, you got to win some games, and this is a winnable one for them tonight. Seven o'clock tip, six thirty pregame here on ninety six nine. Uh, have fun on the call tonight in Morgantown, Mark. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, coming up, uh, we got Matt Merchell talking a little college football with you next. A long time ago. But uh, 50857, you can text in your food and music request, whether it's the song or the artist, here on the Beat of Sports. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.